Welcome in to the Tighten Up Podcast on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. I'm Jack Gentry alongside my partner, Austin Huff. You can find us both on Twitter. I'm at Jack A. Gentry. He is at Austin Huff. We are the Tighten Up Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Tighten Up Pod. Give us a follow on Instagram, at Tighten Up Podcast. And as always, we're under the A to Z Sports umbrella, so go make sure you're following A to Z Sports on every social media platform. This is episode number 181. The Marcus Mariota has the same number of playoff receiving touchdowns as DeAndre Hopkins of Sodes. That's not that encouraging. Um, that is kind of cold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's also uh... that's also what happens when you play for the Houston Texans for like a decade. So. Well, um, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do we immediately go to that's like a cold, that's like a shot at DeAndre Hopkins? If anything, we that should be a praise for Marcus Mariota. He's a quarterback. Like the fact that he has the same number of playoff receiving touchdowns as one of the NFL greats. I mean, that's a that's pretty good for Marcus Mariota. A lot of people like to crack on him, but you look, he's on the quarterback Netflix series, and now this. I think I think things are looking up for uh, old number eight. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, he's in Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, hopefully for his sake, he doesn't get on the field. Uh, but <laughs> I'll never forget where I was for that touchdown pass. I was at George Jones downtown, little watch party action there. And the place went berserk. It was it's something that'll stick with me for as long as my memory holds up. An all-time Titans great game. And you know what was so funny was I was so happy they won that game. But at the same time, I was also kind of like, oh, man. Because I knew, like, I think we all knew the Titans weren't winning the Super Bowl that year. No. But but the fact that they won a game in the playoffs, like, meant a lot. Because, like, that was the first win in the playoffs for a long time. But then also it meant, like, is Mike Malarkey going to keep his job? Because up to that point, I... I was not a Mike Malarkey fan. I, I didn't want to you know, like I'm never one of those like like fire Malarkey, but I was also not shedding tears over the fact that they ended up parting ways with him after that season. But when they won that game, I was like, they're gonna they're gonna renew Mike Malarkey. He's gonna be back in as the head coach next season and it's gonna be more of the same for this franchise. Luckily I was wrong. They bring in Mike Brable and the rest is history. Yeah, it's funny because that playoff win could have set the Titans back for a long, long time if they had held on to Malarkey. It's it's how I compare it to the Ole Miss baseball team winning the national title. It's it's like the worst thing that could have happened to the future of the program for Ole Miss to win the the national title in baseball because they have to keep the coach that should be gone. It should have been gone yeah. years ago. Which which you know if Malarkey goes on to win the next game, who knows if he's still here or not? I mean, he gets a much longer leash. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. L- literally, the butterfly effect, uh, I think, went according to plan uh, based on all that. Plus, you know, a win over the Chiefs in the playoffs. Always a great mm. feeling. Need another one. That one comes, that title, so title, comes via Kyle Robinson at KRobbyXC on Twitter. And uh, Kyle Robinson from Henderson, Kentucky. That's where my sister lives. Small town in Kentucky, just across the river from uh, Evansville, Indiana. Um, so... Wow, that's good to Shout know out. that somebody uh, not named Mitch Ferkins is also listening to us in Kentucky. So multiple hey. Kentucky listeners. Look, the Bluegrass State, you could call it the two-tone Bluegrass State. All right, we got a great sode for you today. We got Uncle Jojo Dubin. It is cut day 
A lot of cuts have been made. It's like the red wedding out here on these NFL streets. You got to be careful. Uh, keep your head on a swivel. You could be next. You might lose your job today, uh, whether you're in the NFL or not. Um, we are going to keep you up to date with all of the latest happenings, including what's going on with the kicker position. We talked about it at length last week. We're Guess what? We're going to talk about it more this week because the Titans maybe have a new kicker. I don't know. We'll see how we feel about it. But uh, that and a ton more plus superlatives. We're going to be handing out some Titans superlatives heading into the season. You're not going to want to miss it. But before we get to all that, let's first get a word from our friends at Relax the Back. Absolutely. If you need a recliner or a nice chair to sit in for football season so you can sink in there, maybe even fall asleep some Sundays, go get one over at Relax the Back. They help people in the Nashville area work better, live better, and feel better every single day. If you have posture issues or insomnia problems, trust me when I tell you that this is the place for you. They've got a variety of chairs that combat neck and low back pain. For those of us who are sitting up all day at work or all day on Sunday, uh, they've also got Technogel and Tempur-Pedic pillows and mattresses to help maximize your sleep every night. They've got the latest in sleep technology over at Relax the Back. They'll help you make sure you're waking up and feeling great every day. Go check them out. They're located at 2020 Glen Echo Road in Nashville, Tennessee. It's right across the road from the Green Hills Regal Movie Theater over in that shopping center right by Hillsborough High School. You Middle Tennessee people know what I'm talking about. If you're not in town, don't worry about it. You can still check them out online and find out what awesome items they have in their showroom at stores.relaxtheback.com slash Nashville. When you go in, make sure to tell them that A to Z Sports sent you. And with all that said, let's talk Titan. I hear the train is coming. It's rolling around the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm sucking. What is up, Flameheads? Welcome to the Titan Up Podcast. Today is August 30th, 2023. And now is the time. Gentlemen, if you're wearing a hat, please remove it. Ladies, uh, I guess also if you're wearing a hat, you can also remove it. Now is the time... To remember those we've lost. The NFL is a finical business. It is tough. It is cutthroat. The NFL does not stand for National Football League, but rather not for long. So it's time now for us to honor those that we lost today, thus on and the NFL's cut day to get the rosters down from 90 plus to 53 and we lost a lot so please bow your heads as I remind us of those heroes in two-tone blue that we have lost Racy McMath guys like Mason Kinsey Jordan Ruse Sam Okoyanuoyu, Thomas Odukoya, Chance Campbell, Eric Garr, Kevin 
spelled radar, but I believe it's Raider. And Derrick Henry. Thank you. You know, it wouldn't be right to do a, a Titans podcast on cut day without honoring those guys who um, lost their jobs today. It's never an easy day because there are, you know, people that literally this is them losing their livelihoods or getting um, taking a step back on their dreams. So, look, we are not uh, making light of it at all. Just we do want to remember some of the like the bigger names that we've come to know and love during training camp and honor them. Did I hear you say Derrick Henry? What? Huh? Huh? Did I hear you say Derrick Henry? Oh, that might have been a typo. Okay. Um, Okay. It's okay. I don't think I don't think think the Titans would. No, that would not be in their best interest. That that would that yeah. would that would not be in their best interest whatsoever. Maybe I said Eric Henry. Maybe that was different. Um, no, no would... he he's he wasn't on the roster. Although with the way the last um, seven games have gone for the Tennessee Titans and um, how the offseason, you know, uh, part of the offseason went, um, I would not be shocked at this point if the Titans did something uh, ridiculous. Um, but. That we it is cut day, which means we are like getting that much closer to actual football. The next Titans football game you watch will be a regular season game against the New Orleans Saints. And Jack, it is were there any uh, big surprises to you in terms of cut day? Well, yeah, I I, I absolutely think there were uh, Colton Dow appears to have made the 53. And we got to remember, this is the initial 53. The Titans are going to absolutely be looking across the league at the other 31 teams, trying to find a veteran that may fit, uh, or a young guy. It depends on who they like and who maybe they had eyes on during the draft this year that they weren't able to get a hold of. But yeah, just because you're on the 53 today does not mean you'll be on it by week one. But that's all we have to react to today. So for me, absolutely, there were some surprises. I didn't know if Monty Rice was going to make this roster, Austin. I, I thought that his days may be done. Hadn't seen him on the field a whole lot, and we all know you can't make the club if you're sitting in the tub. Chance Campbell getting cut was very surprising. I thought he showed a lot this this preseason. Yeah, and you know an Ole Miss Rebel, so I've got to stick with him. But he, he I thought he would actually play like a a vital role in, in a depth in kind of a depth role for the Titans. But hopefully they can get him back on practice squad. Although he put a lot on tape, and you always wonder when you cut a guy. It's young, but has a lot on tape, whether or not you're going to be able to get him back in waivers. I I hope the Titans are able to land him, but I would be surprised if other teams weren't interested. And I mean, that's the case with another guy you mentioned, Eric Gar, the cornerback. He made a couple of big plays in the preseason, you know, big TFL, had a nice return. He's not kept around. Uh, They're just Mason Kinsey. It sucks to see Mason Kinsey go, uh, you know, but the way things have gone, he, he could land back on the practice squad. Although I've got a prediction for Mason Kinsey this year, Austin. Okay. He's going to catch a touchdown pass in the NFL for the Titans, for the Arizona Cardinals, Monty Austin. <laughs> yeah. No, look, look, and we all know like they are doing everything in their power to tank. I mean, they cut ties with Colton McCoy when it was, um, uh, revealed that, um, 
uh, when, uh, Kyler, Kyler Murray is going to miss the, you know, the first few, few games this season, he is going to miss some time. And so in, instead, in response to that, they cut probably their most reliable backup, <laughs> Colt McCoy, which tells us, yeah, this, this team is tanking hard. They're going, you know, they're the first person aboard that Caleb Williams train, and they are going to ride that train through the season because clearly if you cut ties with Colt McCoy, who is like Colt McCoy, he's good for like seven or eight wins as a backup. He'll, he'll dink that. and dunk his way to like, I mean, at least four or five wins. How about this? Takes I'll, you out of the I'll, Williams running. I'll say Colt McCoy better NFL backup than Blaine Gabbert. Okay. Yeah. I don't disagree. I think, I right, like I mean, I think, uh, you know, the uh, the history is on my side in that debate. So the Cardinals are definitely tanking. And look, I don't want to put, you know, uh, Mason Kinsey in the same boat as uh, a team that's tanking. But you know, <laughs> if the shoe fits, though, and they, if the they shoe fits, <laughs> they can't have a nice that nice of a wide receiver room. The Titans chose to keep seven, which I think a lot of people had them pegged for six. But Kiaris Jackson is going to likely return kicks in week one. Yeah, he's going to be I the like kick that. returner. I like that move. I like that move. And we all know how much Titans fans love feel good stories. Obviously, that's why Mason Kinsey has kind of become a fan favorite. He was uh, essentially the Rudy Rudiger of this Tennessee Titans franchise. There are some feel-good stories you can hit your wagons to, though, for those of you really looking for one. Uh, for example, Julius Chestnut um, yep. has, you know, that that's obviously always a, a feel-good story. Uh, for the second year in a row, he will be battling for that RB3 position. And then two really kind of uh, slightly surprising names that made this 53-man roster. Cornerback Anthony Kendall, yes. the undrafted free agent, has made the team out of D three, um, uh, a D three uh, player, and then and our Hillsborough High School. He's a borough. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, one of our favorites, Caleb Murphy, has made the yes. team. A guy that we talked about on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. He is a um, uh, he what he had four sacks this this preseason. And uh, he is most known for setting the NCAA single season record with 25 and a half sacks back in 2022 that, for his D2 national champion Ferris football program. So um, sh shout out to Caleb Murphy. I'm excited for that one because he, he joins a defensive line room that one, he's going to learn a lot from. And two, he will probably with the with the way the Titans rotate their defensive line, he'll probably get some NFL action. And I mean, this, this undoubtedly rookie season. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt that he's going to get a, at least a taste. It's, it's cool because Jeffrey Simmons was talking about him and obviously we see the ability on the field. He's got a sack in every single preseason game. And I believe he had two in week two. Um, but Jeffrey Simmons is like, yeah, you know, I think he sees a little bit out of each of us and kind of tries to throw it all together. And, you know, he's, he's still got a ways to go, but he came up to Big Jeff after Jeffrey Simmons got on to him for, you know, making the wrong move or being in the wrong spot. And he said that 
after practice, Murphy went up to Big Jeff with an iPad and said, show me where I went wrong. Show me where I'm supposed to do. Show, you know, show me where I'm supposed to be, which is cool as hell to learn. And yeah, I'm, ex- I'm really excited about him. I know you are too. We've got a lot to do today, but I don't see why this can't be the Caleb Murphy hype machine this year. Um, Kiaris Jackson's got something to say. Colton Dow, now that he's on the roster, um, they're, they're also kind of in that same conversation. But uh, another name I was surprised about, Thomas Odekoya. Uh, the international pathway program. He was a tight end and he was one of the better blocking tight ends that the Titans have. And we know how valuable those guys are because you've got Chig who is primarily pass catcher. Wiley can do it, but he's a rookie and Wesco obviously has only done that throughout his NFL career. Most recently from Chicago. Um, All three of those guys are going to be your tight ends. Yeah. The only other really player to get to that we haven't touched on is Hassan Haskins who was on IR, but since we started recording, got moved to the commissioner's exempt list. Yeah. So they, they're going to have to make a decision on him, and obviously his health matters too in this situation. But uh, it's a wait-and-see game for Haskins, and Julius Chestnut takes advantage, had a great preseason. I'm excited to see him run, you know, hopefully when the Titans are up by 21 against the Colts like they will be every single time they play them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like this roster. Definitely some surprises. Otis Reese being one at the linebacker position, a special teams guy. But not not shocked. Like I'm not shocked by any of these moves because they were all super fringe guys in the first place. But I guess the most surprising to me, Austin, comes in the kicking department. Yeah. Should we have that conversation now? Obviously, I think uh, anyone who, who subscribes and listens to this podcast, the, the truest tuppers know where we come out on both uniforms and kickers. We talk a lot about both. And it is, in fact, we are probably your number one go-to source for all things uh, the Titans kicking game. And we have had a lot to talk about over the last four, five years. And um, we have we continue to have more to talk about. Frankly, I'm kind of sick and tired of talking about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But the Titans cut Michael Badgley earlier this offseason. Uh, well, just like a couple days ago, uh, and they have now filled that kicking role via trade with the New England Patriots for 38-year-old Nick Folk. All right. Now, look, do I love the fact that they have a guy with the last name that we can make a lot of puns about? Certainly. <laughs> but big am I excited? Nick. For this, yeah, big Nick, uh, yeah, this Falcon guy, am I right? I am I excited for him to be in two tone blue? It's complicated, and let's talk this out, okay? Let's talk this out live, Jack, because is he like at first thought? I'm thinking, okay, basically, you just signed a more fit Randy Bullock, and not much more fit, but more fit. Randy Bullock and a guy who in, in Nick Folk, who seemingly cannot, he doesn't have like the range that you're looking for. And that was one of the reasons why you got rid of Randy Bullock was because he was very reliable in like the 45 and up range, but anything mm-hmm. past that you, it was, it was a crap shoot uh, emphasis on crap. So now you bring in Nick Folk, and that's what I felt like you were getting. However, when you do look at the numbers from his time in New England, what, four seasons in New England, 
not near as bad as I expected. Last season alone, four of five from 50 plus. The from any everything before uh uh shorter than 40, perfect. It was the 40 to 49 range that he went 10 for 14, which again, still not terrible. But I just, I don't know. I, I feel like with a 38-year-old kicker who has been in the league for, what? Uh, a bajillion years. years now? Yeah. Roughly a bajillion, yeah. Why are we going down this avenue yet again? Especially when you've got the Browns releasing a guy they just drafted last season and Cade York available. I agree Why not go explore that opportunity or... Let the Patriots release Nick Folk. Why did you have to give up a draft pick for Folk? Let him them release him and then bring him in for a workout. You got Mason Crosby dropping videos on Twitter from Brentwood High School showing that he can still kick on, I mean, on high school regulation field goal posts. Let's not let, let that be lost in his uh, video kind of poking at the Green Bay Packers for letting him go and them having kicking issues this preseason. They were down the middle, though. They were down the middle. They were down the middle, right. Which, I mean, (laughs) look, down the middle is good no matter the dimensions of your field goal posts, any field goal post. So, but I just don't understand why you don't at least try other avenues rather than just being like, oh, a 38-year-old? Sure, let's bring him in. This went well last time we did it with Steven Goskowski. You know what this reminds me of is that scene in Moneyball where Jonah Hill is explain is explaining to Brad Pitt about why they should go get Chad Bradford. Said, "Oh, well, he's got a great ERA. He does this. He strikes out these guys. His defect is that he throws sidearm." Nick Folk, he's got a great field goal percentage. They they hit he hits from 50, 4 or 5 last year. Randy Bullock only attempted three field goals from 50 plus in two seasons with the Titans. Nick Folk made four just last year. He's 86.5% last year, but the two years prior to that, he's over 92%. But his defect is he can't kick off. He didn't even kick off at all in 2019 and 2020 with the Patriots. He had a 9% touchback rate in 2022 and a 25% touchback rate in 2021. They let the punter Jake Bailey kick the ball off in New England. Like so, so maybe Ryan Stonehouse is in line for some kickoff duties. Who knows? But that's one thing that Randy Bullock did well. 55% touchback rate in his last season with the Titans. However, I don't think it's that big of a deal now that they moved the kickoff up a little bit to not have touchback ability, at least from a consistent standpoint. If you make your field goals from 40 and in, that's fantastic. There's, there's going to be no surprises from 40 and in. Don't You can't have a surprise there. And you are able to hit 50, like they'll roll you out, and instead of a fourth and six, they'll they'll take three points there. That's what I want. I, like, if the Titans are fourth and six, fourth and seven, fourth and eight, like fourth and semi-manageable, they would have to go for it, or worse, punt in that situation. Whereas now, you can roll out a guy and hope for three points. And, and I, I do like the move. I think Nick Folk was probably the most accurate kicker that's available. Now, he only has one year left on his contract for $1.7 million. I, I While I would have preferred somebody younger, like a Cade York, who's made big field goals, who hit a 58-yarder in his first kick as a pro, and, and countless of game winners at LSU, most notably the, the one against Florida he hit that was a bomb. 
I, I, I would like youth at that position instead of this kind of Colts approach to the quarterback at kicker, which is a position where stability really helps your ment- your mentality. If if you've got a kicker who's got you know issues upstairs, he's going to let you down. It's inevitable. But Nick Folk, yeah. the Patriots happened to draft a fourth-round kicker this year, and they're going with the youth route. Maybe the Titans can take a page out of their book and do that next year. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm not Ryan mad. Had- Chad Ryland is the name there. And that, yeah, it's 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 just frustrating. I don't understand why everybody Titans, else is doing it. They don't value a position that has cursed them. And 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 not like that's not hyperbole either. Let's take it back to last season, Jack. The Titans miss out on the playoffs by one game. One game they miss out on the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Go back to week one of last season. The Titans lose to the New York Giants. Why? Because of a missed kick by Randy Bullock at the end of the game. If the Titans make that kick, if they invested in a kicker, I mean, we're looking at the Titans in the playoffs last year, even with the seven-game losing streak. So don't tell me that a kicker is not important. I'm sick and tired of the Tennessee Titans not valuing that position. And maybe it's because they have a meathead linebacker as their head coach. Again, I love Rabel. But it's like these deficiencies in his coaching ability that really irk me. Like every other successful NFL franchise has a steady kicker. Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore, all of them reliable kickers and where do the Titans falter at the kicking position? You can say what you want about kickers and punters. They're not football players. Blah, blah, blah. 99% of the time at the end of your season, your highest scorer on your team is a kicker. So why you wouldn't want to invest in that? I don't know. It's beyond me. And I'm frankly, I'm getting really sick and tired of it. I'm hoping Nick folk works, but even if he does, you have him for what a year, and then you're back in the same boat for training camp next season. Are he you turns, gonna roll a 39 year old Nick Folk out there? Well, he turns 39 in November, so he'll be 39 this year, this calendar year. Oh, thank you, thank you for it, that. But like, I, I I'm not upset about Nick Folk. I think Nick Folk's a great option, although it I is neither, only for look, one year. Like the, the one year thing is where where the one the one year contract is where you're disappointed, right? It's not in Folk's ability. It's that you it, don't have a long-term option yet. I, I think it's in does. the, I think it's in the uneasiness of what it is. Because look, let I think we'd be naive to say Nick Folk is going to be what he was last year. He is aging. He, I mean, his, his those last three seasons, I would say, are three of his better seasons in his career. But he is aging, and you can't expect that to to come up. So, like, why not? get a kicker who can hit from 60 plus why not get like really invest in the position because then it truly becomes a weapon if you have a steph curry who can hit threes from deep that is a weapon so why would you not want that on your team if and we all know how titans drive stall out if a titans drive stalls out at the 40 yard line you've got you could could considerably get points 
I just don't get it. And I'm, I, I just want them to reverse course on their mindset and their way of thinking. I was wishing it was a John Robinson thing, but apparently it's, it, it Rand Carthon is continuing the trend. But Vrabel's a common denominator. So that's kind of who this falls on, in my opinion. But like, I just don't know how you can blatantly ignore this position on special teams when throughout the entirety of the franchise, you've had a top three, top five punter just about at all time. Like, yes. Like, like every single year, with the exception of a couple early in Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel's tenure, you've had an elite punter. Yeah. And they've right? been weapons. Just when Brett Kern gets hurt, you know, you have to bring in a rotation of different hooligans, but they've had Hintrick, they, they've had Kern, they've, it's, it's just been so consistent. And now you have Stonehouse who led the NFL in yards per punt in his rookie season. He was a second team all pro, but you're not just good because you have a good punter. You need to go get a good kicker. All these teams that are winning Super Bowls have great special teams. The Chiefs, they've got Butker, they've got Johnny Townsend, they've got Kadarius Tony, who set the record for the longest punt return in Super Bowl, Super Bowl history last year. The Rams, Greg the Leg, the Patriots, Adam Vinatieri hit countless game-winning game field goals in the playoffs. And Titans fans will remember a couple of them. It's Jake Elliott for the Eagles. All these really good teams have really good kickers. And I understand that Vrabel probably used to give kickers swirlies in the locker room or shove them into lockers and laugh at them and throw... <laughs> throw Gatorade all over him or something but like they're they're valued in today's day and age I just it's frustrating I am happy with folk when I heard the trade go through I was excited I wasn't frustrated at all if we're gonna if we're gonna date a guy for a year this is a pretty good guy to date I wouldn't I would introduce this guy to my parents what about you yeah I mean look we we gave the whole analogy of uh Vrabel dating women that aren't good for him last season and Nick Folk seems to be like a, a a a sweet gal that Mr. Vrabel could settle down with. Make his Mrs. Vrabel, maybe. But there's an age gap. There is an age gap. You know, she's going to be a senior citizen very soon. And <laughs> do you still want to be with that? I know Vrabel. If I know Vrabel, I know he's going to move on from that. So uh let's talk more kickers with big joe dupin and um and we're also going to hand out some senior superlatives with uh joe dubin for the titans upcoming season but uh before we get to all that let's get a word from our friends at betmgm enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code a to z sports and you'll receive up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. And now let's get a victory, damn it! We're joined now by one of our favorite uncles, a guy who makes us giggle more than most. Uh, he has voted Nashville's media darling three times. 
Uh, uh, how many times now, Joe? How many times? 22 Twice. years in a row. 20 times in a row. 22. 22 times in a row. Okay, yeah. 22 time Nashville's media darling. He's the three time Emmy winner, and he's the new uh, color commentator for the MTSU Blue Raiders. Do I have that correct? That is correct, man. Good job. Uh, that is super exciting news and well deserved because few people know football quite like this man, and uh, few people just know how to put that twinkle in people's eyes quite like this man. Look at that. He's holding up the media guide on our Zoom call right now. It is Big Joe on the go. Jojo Dubin, how are you? Good, boys. How's uh, how's life? How's Chicago? You know, it 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 is what it is. It's uh, it's beautiful right now in, in the summertime. I will argue there's no better city in America than Chicago, but it's only for those three months. Okay. And then outside of that is winter. We have two seasons here. It's summer and winter. And in summer, it's the best. But for the other nine months of the year, it it is it's cold. Your your goatee looks so perfect, it's almost painted on, is it? Okay. <laughs> I want to clear this up right now because I get this. I get this on Twitter all the time. It is not a goatee. It is a very, very oh yeah. Beard. Okay. Because I can't I can't grow it up here. I try. I can't grow it up here, but it looks in all my videos and everything. In fact, someone commented on one of our tighten up videos. I saw called, it this week. Yeah, it was like uh it was like what what did they call me? Goatee McGoatface or something? Uh <laughs> Goatee McGee, I believe is what they call it. Goatee McGee. They said oh Goatee McGee there, doesn't uh -huh. know what he's talking about or something. I don't know what he said, but I was like, that's the first time in my career I've ever been called Goatee McGee. <laughs> Jack probably came up with that. No, <laughs> no, I burner just, phone. I, I I have no burners. I I can honestly say that I'm without a burner. Although I probably should make one. Um, Jack really knows how to use his his current phone, let alone use a second one. <laughs> Austin's my tech guy. Uh, Joe, I, if I'm not mistaken, you're still running around on Friday nights out there, aren't you? Yeah. So I started doing high school football at Fox 17 on Friday nights. So it's going to be kind of back in the loop and a lot of fun. So we've had two weeks, two really good games and. Looking forward to it. I've got to take some Fridays off to travel with MTSU. I won't be there this week or next week, but I'll be there like nine of the next 10 Fridays. So it's a lot of fun. Be back in the saddle. Well, There's hopefully no you come up to a uh, man for that job. Yeah, that's true. You are one of the most, one of the busiest men in Nashville. After we had Will Bowling on last week, you, you give him a run for his money. Hopefully you're out at yeah. uh, BGA sometime this year. Don't nope. think they'll be making any uh, game game of the week. No, nope, nope. no, I don't hang nope. out with rich kids. Nope, pass. Nope. Hey, did you see that Brown High beat Brown Academy last weekend, Joe? Not it. Yeah, well done. <laughs> look, look, and and to think those kids pay for school. It's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> They're oh, Brown Academy's zero and two. Oh, too bad. Oh, God, love them, and that's like that's like the only reason most people go to that school is for the football. Yeah. And eesh, eesh. I'm gonna get a, a meanly worded text from Will Bowling and his brother Wes about mm -hmm. putting down Britwood Academy. So that's right, uh, Joe, Joe. So I was gonna say Titans yeah. Cut Day. Uh, what what should do you have a, do you have a fond memory or maybe just um. You know, anything that sticks out, you've covered this team for a long time. Do you remember any cut days more than others? Is there I any think, event that you remember? Randall Godfrey, who they asked him to take a pay cut and they cut him. I think something happened like 01 or 02 and 03 right through there. And he got mad at Fisher. That was the one that always got me that was 
uh, weird. Billy Bullock getting cut. He was at the airport. Mm-hmm. We got him on TV. He was going out guns. Although they're trading him to the uh, Chargers. They were trying to cut him, and all that was a nightmare what happening out there. But it's weird now because it leaks out a couple of days before, you know, everything that goes on. So you kind of hear what's going on. And, you know, I mean, there's – look, they go into training camp knowing – Every spot's taken with a perception of maybe four to five guys. And they'd like for four to five guys to step in and take those positions uh, overall. So it's nothing really surprise. I'm sure there's some down the line that really kind of shocked me a little bit. But I guess the Billy Bullock going to get cut, traded in 2006 was surprising. Randall Godfrey was one that did that. And uh, that's pretty much it right now for the ones that are kind of getting cut on that cut day. Drew Bennett told us about the Billy Volick thing and how that went down on uh, maybe it was last year. And it did sound like it was guns a blazing Billy Volick, uh, like requested a trade um, because there, there was some guy behind, I forget who was coming in, but his Good spot show. had been taken by a guy. Okay. Well, maybe it was yeah. Vince Young. Um, yeah. But yeah, Billy Volick, we've tried to get him on this podcast for a couple of years. We've finally gave up on it, but. Well, they uh, had Billy Volick. Then they signed Kerry Collins and then kind of shouldn't Billy Volick was like, I don't think Fisher and him didn't, it was weird. They had a weird relationship. I mean, the guy literally gave his spleen up yes. to the football team and, and was gone. I think he still might hold the Monday night football record for most passing in a game. He had like 450 yards versus the Broncos or the Chiefs in 2004. Yeah. In like that 04 touchdowns. When him and Drew uh, Bennett went absolutely crazy. Yeah, that's right. And then Bennett gets the contract with the Ram, which I think – Austin, I think we talked about this years ago. That might be the worst free agent contract hmm. in St. Louis sports history or some weird thing we talked about a long time ago. Because it was awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I vaguely, vaguely remember that. Um, it, um, yeah, it, it's the, uh, which speaking of, I mean, to make St. Louis and Tennessee Titans ties, um Jeff Fisher, a man who is uh, is is deathly hated in the city of St. Louis, Gosh, uh, right? Which is so funny because when I worked there, it was I I was like the only guy in the town. Who was like, hey guys, I think we're giving Jeff a bad rap here. You know, <laughs> it's not that bad. You guys, you know, <laughs> he got you guys got got you guys to eight and eight. Yeah, uh, when you were regularly two and fifteen. So uh, let's, <laughs> I love the mind. Amazon show when they they fire him. And he brings the coaches in. Have you seen that? It's all nonchalant. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that was hard knocks. That was hard knocks. Yeah, you know, we got press. Yeah. They, uh, they're letting me go. You guys were all good. It's just <laughs> me. We got the door a little bit, but just so yeah, I enjoy my time here. And then he's gone. And I was like, weird. And so, but yeah, oh, Fisher and, uh, and Drew Bennett. Good times. Joe Dubin, I think you could give Kevin Ingram. Kevin Ingram of run for his money with you with that Jeff Fisher impression. That was very good. I did not know you had that in your arsenal. It'd be tough. I'm working on a few others. I got a good Rick Stockstill impression too, that you just got to talk like this, like the back of your throat. <laughs> We're going to go out Saturday, play Alabama. Hell, we might teach them a thing or two. But that hurts your Who, voice, man. Ugh. Who's the more esteemed, uh, uh, radio voice in the city of Nashville, Joe Dubin or Mike Keith? Oh, it's easily me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's easily me. But you know, when you throw in a George Plaster there, hold on one second. Now. Well, hey, hey, <laughs> listen, hey, hey, a one hundred four five the zone. <laughs>
Uh, that's it. Good night, hey, everybody. It is a beautiful, it is a beautiful Sunday afternoon here in the Music City. And let me tell you where I want to go with this, okay? Uh, we're going to be taking your calls because we want your reaction to everything that we got going down here. And I always love to add this. Uh, we had a big show. Hold on one second. Willie, get my coffee for me, will you? <laughs> Two scoops as always. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, kids today will never know the true magic of sports night in, in oh, Music yes. City. Uh, Joe, oh, I got to ask you this. Um, obviously, the, the kicking position. Yeah. For the Tennessee Titans, much like the art of kicking, seems to change with the wind. What is going on? Oh, like Nick, they signed Nick Folk earlier today, or they traded for him, I guess, uh, from the Patriots. Oh, wow. And, you know, they just they brought in, you know, they they cut the two guys they brought into uh to training camp, what uh Trey Wolf and uh Caleb Shudak. Mm -hmm. Cut both of those guys. Bring in, uh, was it Michael B Badgley? Yep. And he he put the first three letters of his last name to to uh, to the test and uh, really proved that was not the man for the job. Hey, I got and some now breaking he... news. Oh, I got here some we go. Matt Jackson, who I think went to Hillsborough High School, just made the Titans fifty man roster, fifty three man roster. Well, Did he how really? about that? He's the head coach at Eastern Kentucky. He just texted me and said Matt Jackson made the fifty three man roster with the Titans. Well, wow. okay. There we go. Little little hometown flavor. Yeah, Jack, find a little sounder or something. I don't know. Something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, actually, let's do this. Let's go around the horn and each do your best breaking news center, and we'll just use the, the one that's the best. Okay. Okay. Joe, you go first. All right. That may have been too high for the the volume. I was gonna say I think it was too high pitch where it wasn't even picked up on the mics. It, it's, it's like how it's like how whales communicate underwater. It, it breaks the sound barrier. Now that makes me feel like I gotta go. I gotta go lower. So I'll go. Da 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 da. Bum bum. Jack, your turn. It's that 101.1.1, the beat. It's it's what they play yeah, in between songs. Say, that sounded like a DJ at a nightclub. At, at like at like 1030 at night when you're driving back home. Yeah, that that's that's a 101.1, the beat jams. Yeah, that's hey, breaking right news. We've got two for one triple well shots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Joe. So with the kicking situation, like, what is, like, is Nick Folk going to be the guy, or will they change two or three more times before the season even kicks off? I think they'll change a few more times, right? I mean, it's just, it, look, it's not imperative, like, right now. I mean, it's got to be also, you want somebody next week and do kickoffs and everything get the practice. But right now, I mean, these next four or five days, there's still kickers out there they can bring in and try out. Somebody tweeted out how many kickers they've had in since the preseason of 2019. And it was like 20-something kickers they've had in who've attempted one extra point or one field goal. I mean, you think about this. In the planet, you can't find one kicker. I mean, just it's crazy. There's 8 billion people on here. I said let's go over to Nashville SC and grab somebody. Mine's yeah, what we say. Kick the ball. We, we literally bring, we bring this up every time the Titans, like, uh, push that revolving door of kickers because, yeah. like, 
you go on youtube.com and look up like you like field goal kicking trick shot artists and i guarantee you that any of those dudes on the internet are like would be better options than half of the ones that the titans have brought in right so why not do that why not go out and make a test you know growing up there was a movie starring tony danza called The Garbage-Kicking, Field-Goal-Kicking, Philadelphia Phenomenon. It was a made-for-TV movie on uh, ABC, a Disney movie. And Tony Danza was just was just a garbage man. And he would kick the little lever on his truck because it was, it was stuck. He would just kick it to get the truck moving and the, the, the com- compactor on the truck pushing the trash back, okay? <laughs> Why not look at like your garbage men to find the next kicker for the Tennessee Titans? You know, like why not go outside of the scope of, oh, Michael Badgley was bad for some other teams. Let's give him a shot with the Titans. Maybe he'll be good now. Why not? Like, it, 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 I feel like it, this is the definition of insanity where we're trying the same thing over with different and we're getting we're expecting different results and we're getting the same thing over and over again. All right. So I want to be in the pitch meeting for that Tony Danza movie. <laughs> and they come in because you know, everybody comes with the great ideas. Hey, what do you got? Oh, Randy, what do you got over there? He's like, listen, <laughs> this is it. Tony Danza, Phil go kicking garbage man. And somebody in that meeting had to say, tell me more. <laughs> and then you go on and on and somebody's like green light we've stamped it let's go do it and then i gotta look that movie up yeah That's no it's movie. great it's no trust me there is no movie more worth your time all right like if you're like should i go see oppenheimer or just rent this on disney plus <laughs> what well, say the name me. again the garbage picking field goal kicking philadelphia phenomenon uh starring tony danza had to have been a box office smash. A box office smash. <laughs> it didn't um, even hit the box you, you office. Know, it was made for well, TV. Well, it was. It, it wouldn't be oh that far gosh. off off brand for the Titans. They, they brought in the the FedEx punter Trevor Daniel a few years ago. They right. Did. That's right. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. It, that would okay. That's that's not really playing to my point. That's kind of uh, that's probably why they don't do it more of like just going out. Oh my! <laughs> you know the Tony Danza's character's name was Barney Gorman. <laughs> Barney Gorman. <laughs> Famed Philadelphia Eagles kicker. What was crazy was that the NFL gave them the rights to use like the Eagles, like team name and moniker and everything. This movie is on one day at the city dump, Barney kicks a water jug extremely far and catches the attention of a group of Eagles executives who are scouting a location for land to build a new stadium. Uh Uh-huh. See, I'm telling you, like it is, look, there's like, there's like I, I I iconic films, you know. There's like any Scorsese movie, Shutter Island, and then there's the garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon. It actually turns into like a serious movie. Like he becomes hot headed and famous, talks mm-hmm. down to his teammates, misses a kick that gets him out of the playoffs, goes down on his luck, goes to a bar, gets drunk, his wife kicks him out of the house. Good lord. Wait, are you I sure this it's... isn't about Todd Downing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay. Enough of that. I'm stuck on that all day long. Uh no, yeah, that's right. They brought Trevor Daniel in a few years ago. Uh so you know, go back to the kickers. I mean, you had, you know, Aldo Greco, uh, then you had Nedney, Jay Gary, Nedney. Gary, Gary Anderson, Anderson. uh Bar- Baronis. Mm-hmm. Who came after Bro? Was it Suck Up? No. Suck up. 
There, yeah, there may I think been suck a, up. There, like there, there, there may have been a band aid there. There wasn't a lot of turnover in the kicking game until suck up. Really, until suck that. up. Yeah, until like mm-hmm. until Vrabel wow. took over. Honestly, and suck up wins the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay in 2020, which is yeah. good for him. It, it, and Guskowski uh, was like 47 kicking yes. for the Titans. Yeah, Joe. But, yeah, I had a take last week on the podcast where it's like it, Vrabel is like that guy in that your buddy in college who he always ends up with like just a, a, a trashy, sleazy girl. Uh, and you keep trying to talk sense to him like, dude, you need to settle down. And then finally he finds someone like Randy Bullock. And it's like, yeah, okay, sure. She's, you know, maybe a little bit, uh, you know, overweight, but she's got a great personality <laughs> and she's good for him. But then he ends up kicking her to the curb and right. goes right back to his old ways of dating these, you know, sleazy girls that he's not, he has no future with. And now I'm hope I'm hoping. Look, Nick Folk is someone that he could at least settle down with and marry. But I'm not too sure about this one, honestly. I mean, especially when Belichick dumps him and you go and trade for him. I don't. I don't. It's that's just very odd. Uh, my favorite meme it's been out there is the one where Vrabel. Have you seen this? I'm sure you have. Where he's in a car, looks like he's picking up a prostitute. <laughs> and the prostitute, <laughs> prostitute says. Uh, uh, what can you know? What can I do for you, or how can I help you, honey? And Vrabel's hanging out the car. He's like, "Here's fifty dollars if you can kick a field goal," you know. And so, <laughs> it is the best meme. They re- resurfaces every year. It'll come yeah. out. Got it. Come out today sometime. It, it's just it's it's nuts that we're like in like year three or four of having this same conversation that they cannot find their way. And and I thought it was at first I was like worried that it was like or I was assuming it was a John Robinson thing. But now here we are with Rand Carthon, and mm-hmm. it's more of the same. It's crazy, because you look at a guy like Justin Hunter for the Ravens, who is just uh, amazing. You know, there's you put him out there for a 60-yarder, chances are he's going to make it. And then you get a team like the Titans, who's like, we don't have a kicker. We don't know. Can, can Stonehouse not kick field goals? He's, he's got to be able to. I He can hit right. from 40, like, without any practice, surely. If yeah. he can punt a ball 70 yards in the air – and it kissed the sun, that I'm yeah. sure he could hit from at least 40 yards. Absolutely. I, I mean, surely they probably tried him, I'm sure, at some point to go on. Plus, that'll save a roster spot. But I can't remember the last punter slash kicker in the NFL, one team. How, you know, a long time ago, backup quarterbacks were punters. Danny White right. was an amazing punter for the Cowboys. So it's weird how things kind of evolve. And maybe we get Will Levis to go out there and punt or Malik Willis or whoever's not going to be inactive that week. I mean, at I'm this point, you. I'm thinking like halftime of week one, just do one of those punt, pass, and kick competitions, and the winner Might gets well. a roster spot. Yeah. You may luck out and find an Andy Reid that's six foot four and like 230 pounds, like he was back in the day when he won that. It's <laughs> Andy Reid was, was Joe Dubin's size when he competed in that competition. Hey, I was the 1980 Hawaii pitch, hit, and run baseball champion for the state. True story. Hawaii? Yeah. I lived there for a time. I got, really? I'll send you the newspaper article too. You can put it up. You can add it and post. Well, so yeah, were you in so, were you in Rainbow Warriors gear this past Saturday? Uh, and I should have been, right? No, it's funny because I always told Mariota, I'm like, hey, I would have gone to this high school, which is your rival high school. I said, so that makes you the second greatest. Did you ever win pit, uh, you know, punt, pass, and kick or pitch hit and run? He said, no, I didn't. I'm like, well, I did. So you're second. I don't care what award you wore at Oregon or whatever. But in the state of Hawaii, I won this award and you didn't. Damn, you really are big Joe on the go. I'll send it to you right now as we chat. 
But keep okay. talking. Last thing about the kickers. It's just it, you look around the league and everybody's got a young kicker who can hit from about 65 yards out. And it's all the teams the Titans are getting beat by in the playoffs. <laughs> the Ravens have one, the Bills have one, the Bengals have one, the Chiefs have Butker. But it's it's funny from the Titans side because they're unwilling to draft a kicker, but here they are spending a draft pick on a kicker. The only problem yeah. is with this guy, he's not 22 or 23. He's 38 years old, turns 39 right. in November. Well, I think what's funny about that, Jack, is that when you draft a kicker, everybody makes fun of you. So is that a thing where if the Titans draft a kicker, they're going to get, oh, they drafted a kicker, <laughs> snicker, snicker, ha <laughs> Because every like, didn't the uh, Jags draft a kicker one year and everybody laughed at him? They, they, they drafted, drafted a punter kicker. in like the second or third round, yeah. You laugh at him. You're like, oh, yeah. all these needs and you're drafted a punter. I always think there's always like, well, we're going to get laughed at if we do that. I get because that's like a fantasy football draft. Like, I'm going to take this guy here, but – I know these four guys are going to laugh at me, so I don't want to do it. And then you go over and do it, and then they still laugh at you. So I think in the NFL, these teams are like, you know, we're going to draft a kicker in the fourth round. Well, you know, Jacksonville and Houston are going to laugh at us. Well, yeah, well, you're right about that. Let's Rabel, do that. Rabel does have an advantage, though, because I feel like there would be public support behind the Titans drafting a kicker. And if yeah. that guy who was the, everybody agreed was the best kicker in the draft class came out and sucked – then it's not Vrabel's fault because the Titans are cursed and there's nothing Vrabel can do about a curse. Yeah, right. And win. I mean, the people are laughing at the Titans draft picks anyway. So it's like, what else is new? <laughs> like, Right. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what the situation is. Maybe Nick Folk comes in and gets the job done for them. Uh, but they have to, I mean, look, kickers, I'm not a kicker or punter fan, obviously, but kickers end up winning ball games for a team and you need a reliable one at least from 40 in. I mean, once you get inside yeah. the 30, you've got to hope, hopefully you can kick a 47 yarder and win a ball game. If mm -hmm. not, well, there you go. Well, I feel like it, part of it, part of it is that like uh machismo that comes from Vrabel of where he is a linebacker at heart. And we all know how much most players on an NFL roster what they think about kickers and what they right. think about punters. So he's probably not caring, but like, it seems like he keeps bringing in these guys that are just extremely old. Uh, Steven Goskowski now, Nick, uh, Nick folk. I, part of me wonders if it's like, he's just bringing those guys in. So like Rabel still has someone who like understands his references, you know, like <laughs> if he wants to reference, you know, Miami vice in the locker room, he'll have someone in there that understands because look, trust me, if anyone understands like someone not getting your references, it's me uh, on this podcast with my co-host. Cause he's, I, I don't know if you know this, but Jack is, he just turned 13 last week. So he, <laughs> happy birthday, buddy. Yeah. Thanks happy so. birthday, Jack. <laughs> so you have a Bob it, mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be a I think it would be a bar mitzvah, right? Something. Mitzvah. Yeah. Bar, bar, bad, bah, something. <laughs> yeah, a, something that sheep make. Uh some yeah. sort of noise. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, I'm sure our Jewish yeah, listeners I, really appreciate the last 10 seconds of this podcast. Well, happy birthday. Hey, mazel top <laughs> to them, to That's all right. of our Jewish listeners. Yeah. Uh love our Jewish listeners. Um, all right, ja Joe, before we get you out of here, let's go over some season superlatives. We like to hand out these superlatives ahead of the season and uh, what we, uh, you know, kind of like what we think uh, will fit these guys as they go on. So, um, Jack, why don't you go ahead and get us started off with our first one? Um, and do we want to go like by person or do we want to go kind of in, in a rotating order one at a we time? Can, 
we can do a round table. I'll ask one and we all give a little answer and then move on to the next. How's that sound? Okay. All right. All right, Joe, I'll, I'll put you up first here. Who is the Titan that is most likely to be compared to a Thanksgiving turkey by a sports reporter? Oh, good question. <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, Tier Tart. Tier Tart. Okay. <laughs> okay. You understand where that question comes from, though, don't you? Uh, no, but the, the, the when you pulled the turkey out of the deep fryer and you said, oh! like Mariota, this turkey is done. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, I had we'll, Peter... love to play it. We're going to call it Mariota because this baby is done. No, you shut up. How do we know when it's actually done? How do you know done? when it's done? When you're throwing three interceptions. How do you know when game? it's done? You know oh, that it's done when it attempts at 160, 165. Y'all don't have to do Mariota like that. That's oh. rude. Peter Jacobson went after me on Twitter about that. Who's Peter Jacobson? The golf analyst you. on NBC. Wow. I responded back. I said, oh, where were you when Tiger Woods was doing everything? I got blocked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, now Twitter's doing away with the block feature uh, reportedly. So then, yeah, now you can go back after Peter. What is it? Peter Jackson, the director of Jacobson. 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 Okay. All right. Oh, let me rephrase that question then. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with. Done. I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Petite Frere. I think he'll be I think he'll be done. That's okay. not a bad answer. Austin, what do you think? I, I think uh that, that it that it's Mason Kinsey because today today was Thanksgiving for Mason Tur- or Mason Kinsey. He, he's he's deep fried, he's released. Um it, it was a hell of an era though. Mason Kinsey, what a run. Uncle Mason Kinsey to us. I'm going to go another wide receiver, Kyle Phillips, because honestly, I just don't think he's got what it takes uh, to. I I, th- I don't think he's going to be healthy throughout the entire season. I I hope he is, but I just don't think he will be. All right, most likely to have a bar on Broadway named after them. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Let's go with. Uh, gosh, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think here. Are we going current Titans only? Be current. It could be former. It's whatever you want it to be. Because I mean, I mean, look, there's an offensive coordinator for this team that would be uh, very fitting to have a, a bar named after him. Yeah, I mean, if it's you count Cole question. McDonald, the McDonald's down there may already be under his name, right? I, in I in fact, they should if they if they name name a uh, bar after Todd Downing, it shouldn't be on lower broad. It should be on the lowest broad. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. That's such a good one. Let me think. I'll get one for you real quick. All right, you think. I'll, I'll go while you think. Uh, I, I wrote Andre Dillard down because you could just trick all the bachelorette parties into believing that there's a Dillard's downtown on Broadway for them. Oh, to good oh, Yeah, some shopping. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to say Amani Hooker. We're going yeah. to oh, head on to Hookers. Yeah. yeah. Because you got to have that like simple one name, one name uh, word. Like, hey, you want to go? You want to watch the game at Hookers this week? <laughs> uh, per, yeah, that's okay. I like it. Maybe Bayard, but not call it Bayard. Just call it Bayard. <laughs> so you're not really. Yeah, I just, uh, that's stupid, but I, that, that'll work. Bye, because no announcer can pronounce his name correctly. Yeah, well, right. as long as it, yeah. as, as long as he uh, rebuilds it to look like Paradise Park, I don't think anyone would be complaining. Right. Yeah. So Bayard. Well, Look! Look at the Homer Big Joe going with an MTSU guy. Shocker, right? Oh, Kevin Bayard. All right, this is the Yancey Thigpen superlative. 
most likely to rob a bank and get away with it. I think Yancey Thigpen robbed the Titans for a lot of money. Um, who, who, it could be a current Titan, former Titan. Who's the most likely Titan to rob a bank and get away with it? Gosh, that's another good one. Who robbed the bank for them and got paid a lot of money and did very little? Oh, uh, Jadavion Clowney, Vic Beasley. There we go. <laughs> I, see, I had Vic Beasley in mind for another one. I was going to say most likely to start their own religious cult. But that, you know, if we're going to use Vic Beasley here, that's perfect. Yeah. I, I mean, he got, did he get nine and a half million to do nothing? Yeah. He did less than I do, and I don't do anything. That's pretty yeah. bad. Right. I think you had more sacks than him in that season. <laughs> right. Uh, wow. Gus yeah. Jo- I go Vic Beasley. I mean, that was such a disaster. Gus Johnson always said that Chris Johnson has get away from the cop speed. So I, if I was on a bank robbing team, like, you know, an Ocean's Eleven of sorts, I would send Chris Johnson in there to get in and get You know out. what's funny is that I covered him from – he came out of East Carolina in 08 his last year in 13. That guy didn't do one – had caused zero problems. And people like, oh, Chris Johnson, you know, running around that crowd. He caused zero problems. That oh, he's yeah. fantastic. We had oh, him yeah. on the podcast. He was a stand-up yeah, guy. We, I, yeah. we, we, I think he belongs in the Hall of Fame, to be quite honest with you, Joe. I don't know he how asked, you feel about that. They asked him to – he has to come back in 2018 – to back up Derrick Henry in 2019, one of those years, and Titans told the to kick rocks. Like, now nah, we're good. He's like, okay, just helping out. Yeah. He wanted to come back. The, His post uh, go wasn't successful, but go. you got one, Austin? I'm going to go the route of uh, Chiefsaholic. Uh, I'm going to go super fan department. So I'm going to go Mitch T. Ferkins, the <laughs> great one, is going to rob a bank at some point to fund his uh, road trips to Titans games, much like Chiefsaholic. I like that. I like that. He's not getting away, though. Um, okay, last one. Mo- news reporter most likely to get swallowed alive by fat blow-up T-Rack on the sideline. <laughs> Don I'm Davenport. Gonna... Don Davenport. Easy. She's she's tiny, very uh, bite-sized snack, uh, The for sure, Don Davenport. She's digestible, yes. Yeah, Don's a, that's a great answer. Don's a great answer because she is tiny. Uh not Ron Slay. You can't digest him. He's seven foot six. Yeah, that's a that's a seven course meal, right? Or Ramon Foster. He's as big as I don't tell Ramon gets through the tunnel there at Nissan. That guy's gigantic. He's massive. Oh yeah, yeah. you've got to respect the Vot, but uh, Mike Keith could make a nice meal. Oh, yeah. don't say that. Don't say mm-hmm. that. He would be delicious, though. I could just yeah, eat him screaming up. Screaming the whole time that you're digesting him. He's oh, got yeah. too much, nom, nom, too nom, much nom, muscle, nom. though. You want somebody with a little, you know, he's he's too muscly. He did have he, a glow a, up this off season. He, he'd he's low key jacked. Mm-hmm. He's tired. He's yeah. He is. Uh, I saw him a few weeks ago. He's put on some muscle wise. Yeah, uh, the last yeah, for answer. sure. The yeah, last one. I'm, I Dom, have. Dom's right. Don Davenport. Don is Don is great. Uh, the last one I have is the. The Titan most likely to understand Austin's movie references. For this one, you're going to have to be able to go back in time. You're going to have to dig into the 70s. You may even get to some black and white in there. Austin, <laughs> Austin's references run as deep as possible. And, you know, the, the guy that they signed today, I think, is the best bet. They're, he might be the only player on the roster older than Austin. That's Nick Folk. I am, I'm going to yeah. go with former Titans controller Tommy Smith. Okay. Wow. Is he That's still great. with us? Because I feel like he's one I of those guys. I hope he is, because if not, I feel bad. Yeah, no, I. he just feels like the kind of guy who may have passed, and we didn't know about it. <laughs> you ever see that great picture? He's talking to Nate Washington after a game. They got Tommy sitting in one of those metal chairs. 
And I mean, prayers up for that metal chair, man. I don't know how that metal chair survived <laughs> talking to with Nate Washington in that locker room. That thing is, oh man, the thing was going. What a disaster was, he was. Any any Titans fans listening to this don't know Tommy Smith. Just Google, just Google image search Tommy Smith. Just I got uh, I don't know why I was thinking Tommy Campbell. You remember that punt return against the Lions? The throwback. Yeah. Tommy yeah, Campbell, yeah, good. Yeah, wow, random. That's a remember the Titan for sure. All right, three. We got three minutes left. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll off my senior superlatives uh, real quickly. I've got uh, most likely to be the Titans kicker by week three. Uh, the winner for that one, uh, I am giving to backup center Corey Levin. I think he will. <laughs> at that point, you know why not? Honestly, um, best looking. Obviously, you can't do superlatives without best looking, right? That's like a that's in every superlatives category. Um, I'm gonna go with Nick Westbrook Akine. He's great, a, pick. He's gorgeous, great skin. Great yeah, just oh wow. Kyle Phillips gives go, him a run for his money. I'm gonna go with Ben Jones. Ben Jones. Well, Ben. Oh, okay. Well, I look Ben Jones. That's he's he's, a he's got the whole. Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen crowd. I mean, he's got <laughs> and he, then he's I've got be holding most... a fish in his dating profile. He's he's the guy with the fish. Oh, on for too. sure, for sure. Yeah, without question. Uh, probably wearing like a Bass Pro Shop hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got most likely to see playing time in the season, causing you to pull your hair out, and that is going to Mason Kinsey. Um, I do feel like he will sign with the practice squad, and he will. Make an appearance at some point this season wow. when we are that deep, that thin at the uh, wide receiver position. I'm going to go uh, Malik Willis. I would love to see him play some games and watch Vrabel meltdown. <laughs> It'd be so much fun. Just those guy, blank stares. I that guy Joe, doesn't have it. Joe, we Joe, we we saw enough of that last year. We don't need any more of that. We don't need to subject us to that, uh, to where we're turning to guys like Josh Dobbs to save our season. My oh. goodness. Uh, but a season that could have been saved had you won week one against the Giants, had you had a kicker. Again, another reason to invest in the kicking position because right. it costs you not only games, but seasons. All right, Joe, we love you. Thank you yeah. for taking the time to join us today, man. You are always the best. Always love having you on for uh, cut day each season. I'll do it again uh, next cut day. Thank you. Okay, yeah, because you're cut. There are no flags! It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. All right, Jack, before we get out of here, I got to bring up something that I I honestly did not bring up to you before we started the podcast or even in our like little prep meeting ahead of recording. But there was news been brought to my attention for the second year in a row. Sam Phelan is on top of this beat when it comes to games being introduced within the Titans locker room. Yes. And this season, this season, it's not four square as it was last year. It's not ping pong. It's not pool. We got a Titans themed pop a shot in Love the that. Titans locker room this season. Now, you are fist pumping. You you obviously audibly just said, I love it. You are clearly in favor of this move, correct? Yes, in fact, I, I try to seek out bars with Papa Shot whenever I go out. Like I, I, I held the Kung Fu Papa Shot record for about thirty minutes before one of my friends broke it. I'm a big wow. Pop Shot Papa Shot advocate here, so I think this is great for team morale. 
little competitiveness get, gets the competitive juices flowing in the locker room. I'm a big fan. Foursquare is a little childish to me. Pop shot is is where men can be men. Okay. All right. Look, if you're I I and I love you taking that stance. If you're going to take that angle, I'll go the PTI direction and take the opposite angle so we can hash this out a little bit. <laughs> I'll go the old school sports talk radio host uh, take of it's ridiculous. They need to get it out of there. It's a distraction. <laughs> they need to be focused on their jobs. They need to really worry about ending this seven game losing streak. Because let's not forget, this is a team that has lost seven in a row. And here they are diddle daddling in the locker room with plastic nerf basketballs on a on a cheap and it is kind of cheap i will say this the photo sam phelan tweeted out the photo the photo of the papa shop machine that they got in there it's kind of a, like one of the cheaper end ones you would think like does that surprise all those you? guys well the I titans, mean, for the, like nfl the titans won't even the titans won't pay a kicker minimum wage they're, of course they're not going to no. invest in a nice papa shop machine if the Titans bought this thing, then yeah, you're right. I would not be surprised. But if the players bought it, I'm a little, frankly, I'm a little surprised. I would have thought they would have like pulled their money together and um, gotten like a, one of those nice ones with like where it counts the score and everything and um, not not as much plastic on it uh, on the sides and the netting gives you, and everything. It gives you double score in the last 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are fun. Those are the good ones. Or even like the ones where like the rims move. You can you have the option to make them like if they go back and forth. Those are the fun ones. Um, you see a lot of times at a Chuck E. Cheese or for my old school Bre Brentwood slash Franklin residents, Rec World. Does anyone remember Rec World? Recreation World. That was that what where D one is in Cool Springs right now. That used to be a putt putt go kart video game. Uh, like I had no Bonanza. idea. Water boats, they had water boats on there, like where you could like water bumper boats. It was it was absolutely incredible. And there, I went to many a birthday party at that place. And then they closed it all down, much like they did with Opryland USA. And they just built a D1 training facility there. So, yeah, I hope a, hope a lot of mid-state kids are going to the pros now because we could have been having fun all this time. But anyway, that's that's another uh, tangent for another day. I'm I'm anti Papa shot. <laughs> and if the Titans lose their first four games or any of their first four games, I'm blaming the Papa shot. You better believe I, it. I like this because I know you're a Tannehill diehard. And before any blame goes to Tannehill, it's Papa shot. <laughs> oh, so wait, Tannehill, hang on. Tannehill is safe this season. It's the Papa shot under the, under the microscope. Listen to you, you Tannehill hater. Like I literally like before, before a game is even lost, you're saying if a loss happens, like you're willing to throw the blame on Tannehill. Like who knows if it's going to be Tannehill's, it could be Nick Folk's fault for all we know. <laughs> and here you are like, you're like, oh wow, you're blaming the Papa shot before you get a chance to blame Tannehill. We don't even know if it's going to be Tannehill, the Papa shot. And here, <laughs> this is, wow. You really right. do want to push right. him in front of a bus. In today's day and age, I I, I got to be careful to assume, I, and I shouldn't have assumed blame on Tannehill. It's just yeah, the quarterback wow. takes the heat when you lose. Does he no, though? This is known when the Chiefs lose, no one ever blames Patrick Mahomes. Well, why would you? Probably wasn't his fault. 
See, there you go. Wow. Oh, but when Tan when the Titans lose, you got to just assume it's probably Tannehill's fault. Tannehill's <laughs> been the fourth highest rated quarterback since he took over a starter, and here you are just like going with the typical like Facebook comment Titans fan <laughs> take of. Oh, I man, thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was smart for you. It's smart for you. Titans brand. will never win a Super Bowl as long as they got Tana Tana bum. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> On like on Facebook comments, yeah, the sadly. number of names and none of them are creative. The yeah. number of names that Ryan Tannehill is given, like Tana trash. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, all. it's not even like they're not even creative. Like I would like, like if you were like Tana, kill me, please, or something. You know, like that <laughs> is would be better than Tana bum or uh, uh, Tana interception or something i don't know i've seen some really bad ones on the facebook comments see uh, in this fact, is this is why it's send always dangerous yours. send yours at tighten up pod <laughs> any of the worst titan Tannehill nicknames that you have seen just reply uh to our uh our twitter account with some of the worst ones that you've seen we want to see them and we're going to retweet them we're getting close to this week in titans facebook season by the way which i'm yeah. excited for I'm excited. No, we are. One thing, one thing we should discuss before getting out of here. Yeah, we got two and a half minutes. The Colts continue to mess up the Jonathan Taylor situation. They did not trade him today, and he's still on the pup list. So that means he will not be playing the first four games of the season. Any of you guys, any of you Titans fans who drafted Jonathan Taylor, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, you got what you deserved. Okay. Never draft a Colt. Jonathan Taylor is going to kill everyone in fantasy um, for all the wrong reasons. And the Colts, I mean, they they may give the Cardinals a run for their money. I'm not so sure that the Cardinals are going to be the worst team in football, even with Josh Dobbs, Astro Dobbs back there. I think the yeah. Colts really, really will give them a run. I, I do too. Uh, but you know, there's going to be some national pundits that are going to pick them to win the AFC South just because that's, you know, it's muscle memory at this point they've just you you have to pick the colts to win the afc south because i think they're con contractually obligated to but yeah it is you really hate to see it honestly my heart goes out to colt no it doesn't screw the colts yeah this is the funniest thing i've ever seen and <laughs> even with the titans being on a seven game losing streak and missing out on the playoffs last year to a jaguars team the colts are still finding a way to be worse than that so I will always laugh uh, in the at the Colts' demise, especially with how not and I'm not I don't know if they necessarily cocky is the right word, but just how they own the Titans for a decade, a decade they straight up own the Titans. So I'm so ready for that tide to be changed and for this decade to be the go in the Titans' favor, at which it appears to be doing so. We've got less than a minute, Jack. Um, what do you got? Real quick, the Colts three running backs this year. Oh, Evan Hull, Deion Jackson, Zach Moss. Now that, yeah. my friends, is poverty. There is a hole in the running back room. That is for sure. All right, we're going to get out of here. At Tighten Up Pod on Twitter, at Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram, at uh, A to Z Sports on all of the socials. Follow all of us there. Remember, build your timeline. I, I did it this past week. I started following some Titans-related accounts. Get your timeline ready for football season. Follow Jack at Jack A. Gentry. Follow myself at Austin Huff. Jack, you got anything for the road? Nothing. All right, with all that said, until next week, Tighten up. up. They're the Tennessee Titans. They're the Tennessee Titans.
Tennessee Titans, they'll keep 